This is the Al York Sports Show. Sports is my life. Real talk. Real picks. This show is not for the fake. If you can't take the heat, stay the fuck off my channel. Now let's talk. All right, what's up, y'all? We right back at it. Al York Sports, the round table, the panel. To my left, Noah Parker, the secret weapon. Parker, man, let's talk to them like we always do. But before we start anything, my understanding is you got breaking news, right? Talk to them, Noah. Breaking news. The first time in uh, 14 years, Tiger Woods. Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all won the Masters. Um, by one stroke with a minus 13 score, I had a whole gang of people behind him too. You know, Tiger Sunday, Woods is back. Tiger Woods doing his thing, wearing his red. Wow. Which he does. This is his uh, fifth Masters win now. He had, he had the bloody red joint on. Red on. Oh had, man. He hadn't won a, a major in 11 years, and after all this coming back and rehab and injuries and drama. I mean, to come back and win the Masters, this is going to be the number one story, and not just the day. They're going to be talking about this. For a minute? Because they're going to be saying, oh, he's going to be the favorite to win the British Open. He's going to be the favorite to win the U.S. Open. He's going to be the favorite to win, you know, he's back. So this is... This yeah, Tiger's back. If he won, you said he won the Masters, right, that man. means he's back. He was the, you know, proclaimed <coughs> greatest of all time, GOAT. I mean, over Jack Nicholas, over, yeah. over, you know, all these, these names that have played this game that everybody loves to watch. You know, he's even better than White Sharp. Oh, Greg Norman, yeah. He's, he's, yeah. He's, yeah, he's way better. Beyond, beyond he, Greg he passed, Norman? He passed Greg Norman oh, okay. when he was like uh, in his 20s. Okay. So to come back and do this now against all these young cats that have been, you know, aspiring to be, you know, be, I was his hero and he beats them. And to do this on a day like today where no one expected him to even make the cut. I mean, make the cut maybe, but not be in contention. Right. And he won it without a playoff hole, with, with weather, you know, weather implications. Jeopardizing the last day, you know, Sunday, Tiger, Tiger Woods. And he's been playing terrible in a lot of tournaments that mm -hmm. he's been getting involved with, right? Right. It was because he never even became runner-up or anything, uh, he, right? I mean, the U.S. Open, he was right there uh, last year, and it was like, okay, he might, you know, he's he's creeping up, you know, creeping on a come-up, like they say. Right, but, right, right. But, I mean, off the rip, I'm not putting my money on him. I mean, he's <laughs> telling me, hey, gun to my head, you go put, now. Nah, give me the field. Right, right. Give me everybody else. Yeah, right. Before I see Tiger ever win not just the major, but the Masters in Augusta. Not at his gotcha. age, not after after all that he's been through. But hey, props, salute, props salute to him. Tiger Woods, man. Props salute to Tiger Woods. Noah gave y'all the breaking news. Now we're gonna start the show. Uh, before I start the show, I have to bring up Nipsey Hussle once again because I need to hear your perspective on what you think went down and then after that we're gonna let the brother rest in peace because you know we I, I, i've been hitting on the subject a lot because i'm very inspired on the dude himself and i like i said i feel like something makes me do this i don't know what it is and believe me i didn't like him i didn't know him i ain't know nothing about him nothing just till he died but anyways i'm gonna throw four things at you and i want you to tell me which one you think if one of the four if you think something else then you go about something right. else to you, was it black-on-black black crime? That's one. Wait for your options. Was it a government that got him laid down? 
Was it just straight the police that got him laid down? Or was it at a Dr. Sebi situation? Or last but not least, was it a contract put on his head from the streets? So tell him what you're thinking, bro. All right, first off, rest in peace. Yeah. <clears throat> Nipsey. Now, like, kind of like you said, you know, we're from the East Coast. So right. A lot of his music. We've been in the West Coast right. for a while, though. Right. But we naturally Not, from the East. Right. So, I mean, his music already, I didn't really, you know, I wasn't a, a fan where I'm going out to buy the album and, you know, doing all this. And, hey, you know, I'm playing his, his joints. Right. I mean, it wasn't, but you knew it about him more than me. I sure. knew about him. I heard his music and I knew he was uh, in the game, you know, doing his thing. And he came up, you know, he did his thing. People know him. He's. He was definitely uh, represented out there, and people gave him more than props before he passed away. You know, he was, you know, not just with Snoop Dogg, but with a lot of cats out there on the West Coast gave him his props when he was doing his thing. Yeah, Jay-Z and them was right. giving him love before right. the, yeah. all this shit, so, you know what I'm saying? I mean, for him for him to go, now everybody's starting to hear about it, it's kind of crazy because now everybody's jumping on him, you know, like, oh, man, he was this and that, and, you know, most people that didn't even know a lot of his music. So I, I hate to say it's five reasons... Or give I your really, or give your own reason. No, I just do no, five really, out there. I really there. think the first one you said, first reason you said it, is the reason, and I hate to use that. You know, I hate to say that's the reason because it's going to be frowned upon from everybody that's trying to make their community, trying to get their community on the map, and and, and you know, get people <coughs> out the streets and get people out the game. A lot of that other stuff is coincidental and kind of ironic that it happened. But I think he was so not low key, but he wasn't out there enough to where. You could see some government stuff. It wasn't like Pac or or Big or we could see more conspiracy stuff come out because he wasn't. No, but he was big. making change. Right, though. right. He was making change. So he he so, to me he qualified for the government to check right, him. Right, but right. I just don't think that's what it no, was. No, I don't think it was that. I mean, if you want to silence somebody, you could do it without killing him. Right. So I don't think it was any of the other factors. Uh, they talked to Suge Knight, and he said, uh, from where you know he's he's uh, incarcerated right now. And he said, you know, it's kind of my block, so I already know what's going on. And I hate to see that he was trying to get, build his community up, and this had to happen. And he compared it to what was going on with Tupac. And he said it was kind of, you know, same situation, <coughs> except he wasn't as big. You know, wasn't a big name like Pac. But yeah, but he wasn't a big name as right. Pac. But he did a lot Pac more for his right, community right. than but Pac, Pac did a lot for his community too. Not, not yeah, yeah, but you know what it was? As much, but course, being right. 25 years old, eight right. years younger, yes, he got robbed from doing a lot more. Again, right. So he was saying. Uh, he hates that it happened too because he knows it's got to be some hood shit. It's got to be some, you know, gang related stuff. And he's not surprised that it happened because he was so out there. When you're taking money out of people's hands, you know, you, you know, you doing almost too much to where it's going to be frowned upon from the people that's already in the hood that was getting money to grind in ways. But at the same time, you know, everybody else is going to look at it from our perspective. Like, man, he was really doing a lot for the hood and he was really trying to get people jobs. And, and we see that as, you know, hey, great, you know, props. Know, like what he was doing, but remember the people that are out there losing money because of this are hating and low key, just like man, we got yeah, yeah, we spoke about that, right? So that's because he's he's stopping dudes' money right, exactly. by bringing that that and positive should, should in the hood, and, yeah. he, and he and he said, you know, I and, and I'm looking, I know he's putting dudes on, oh, yeah, but you can't take care yeah. of everybody. No, we already impossible. said that it's impossible, and then the fact that Suge Knight, who's you know. Big, you know, big name. He yeah, but I don't go by nothing. No, of course not. You should not be lying, but man. Him, for him to even know about that, you know, from where yeah. he's at, you know, he said, hey, he's just like, hey, it's sad that it had to happen like this. And he doesn't, it's not surprising to him, to him at all because, you know, he knows, you know, the outlook from, <coughs> from, our, from our perspective and he knows from the inner side, the inner hood. So 
I think that's what it was. It was a uh, you know first first week okay black on black, black. black crime, and it don't surprise me at all. And and we'll see what happens if he gets because uh, yeah. it's still alleged right now. He he pled not guilty, so right. We'll, we'll see what happens where, where well, it transpires. From that. Uh, I'm gonna get my perspective real fast, then we are gonna go on break. What he tried to do for the hood was impeccable. But I know from me being older and coming from a neighborhood where it was just, I'm not going to say as crazy, but we was flirting with as crazy as Crenshaw, L.E.S., Lower East Side. It's impossible to try to do what he did. Because like I said, you can't keep everybody happy. No. Not only that, even if you did keep a lot of dudes happy, you're going through with 30000 on your neck. New whips. You got individual dudes from the block and they, yeah. that they wifey's is filling you. They wifey's is filling you. So the dudes is filling you more like the little homies are looking up more to him than the guys they working for. So that's where that jealousy and that envy and all that shit kick in at. But let me go back to what I think how he, he got killed. I think it was a collaboration of two things. I think it came from the outside. They definitely contract his ass, but they used a brother to do it. And believe me, I got great reasoning for thinking that. Because how the hell a broke-ass wannabe rapper got a lawyer like the dude that went against O.J. Simpson the next day? How is that even possible, dog? All that shit was lined up, fam. This was premeditated. They trying to say, the hood is trying to say that it was more like, you know, he went by or, or can you help me with a record deal? Nah, you was a snitch. That's to throw everybody off. Where them three cameras that were in front of the store is what everybody's asking. Because if you notice, the footage they showed was long distance shit. Where they look like little men and shit. No, show me the shit where you can actually hear. What's his name? Eric Holder? Mm -hmm. Or shitty cuz, what he was talking with, with Nick. I want to know exactly what he said. So you want the Zapruder film. So, 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 so Eric yeah. Holder is basically Lee Harvey Oswald. And, the gov and, the <laughs> and you want to see the, the good angle. From I want to see exactly okay. what happened. And, I, and I'm telling you, there was the do with him. I see some footage today. Because I, I don't go by what people say. I look at all these videos and I make my own analogy. That's how I normally break shit down when I wasn't at present somewhere. And when I seen the dude with the long hair that was with him that said he went inside for three seconds. Eat a sandwich. Come on, dog. That's mad suspect. Let me tell you something. If you did something like that in prison, oh, they coming after you. They coming after you. They don't want to hear you went to do something right before somebody got hit up. That's bullshit. So, I feel bad for Nip. They put a contract on him. I'm running with that. They used the brother to do it, to throw people off. And there was a lot of money involved. A lot of money involved that this dude already got Chris Darby as his lawyer. And with that, we're going to be right back. Don't go nowhere. Uh, welcome back, people. Before I get to my next subject, salute the Tiger Woods. I'm not a Tiger Woods fan, but hey, he did something great today. 
Salute Chun. Thanks for Noah Parker giving us that breaking news. And last but not least, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. I'm going to leave this alone until the case is over. Then I got some new shit to talk about. But I'm going to let you rest in peace, brother. And right now, we're going, we going to L.A., man. We're going to Inglewood, man. Magic Johnson resigned with the Lakers, right? He claims because he didn't want to hurt Jeannie Buss' feelings by canning Luke Wharton. So the first day he leaves, the next day Luke Wharton decides to part ways with the Lakers and sign with the Kings. Talk to them, man. In one day. Yeah, make, make me understand because I'm lost right now. And I've been told you that magic left for other reasons. But for some reason, I can't find the reason why. Now, but it will come out, though. It will come out. Now, remember, Magic got a lot on his plate. Uh, he's running the Dodgers. He's, I mean, not running, but he's... I'm not giving him that, dog. He, he's got a bunch. Of, it's not just that. He's doing a whole bunch of stuff. He's trying to, you know... Right, he ain't leave the Dodgers. He's no, been with them two years. No, they lost no, two no, World yeah, Series. Because he don't got that microscope the Dodgers give him. He ain't, you know... He's not dissected it for every single thing that happens in Lakeland. I know, but I never, I never heard of Magic running away with shit. No, got of course rid. not. Never, never, never He's one of my top three all-time players. My play, man's right. a warrior. But the way he reacted when he got, when he left the interview, if you watched it, he's oh, he's laughing. He's having a good time. I'm Magic again. I don't have to worry about what I say. I don't have to worry about tampering. I don't have to. Say. And when I asked him. You know, the one quote everybody remembers is when they asked him, <coughs> but what about next year, Magic with the Lakers? And he said, I'm, I'm not going to be here. And he was, you know, he was laughing about it. Like, I'm just, it's not my problem anymore. I'm out. It's like when you, you know, for like for me, when I got out of the military, I was like, hey, I don't have to worry about nothing there, y'all. Good, good luck over there in Iraq. So, I'm out. so, so it was a stressful year was, for Magic. And, and, and for him to say, I'm done, if I got a huge burden came off his back. I don't have to worry about these guys no more. I have to ask some questions about LeBron. <coughs> Who are we going to get in the offseason? How come we didn't make the playoffs? And what's up, Alonzo and his surgery? And how come we can't get nobody but Lance Stevenson as a free agent? I want to play with LeBron. What's going on? Is he getting old? Is his contract going on? Ray Rondo. All this. We don't have to worry about none of that no more. So I think that played a, a huge part of it. Yeah, but, dog, but he when, he came, to... when he caught up, pardon me, when he came on ship, he said that he was going to improve this team. Oh, yeah, and he did. He got LeBron James, so that that hey, I did my thing. Oh man, they got like it's the same like, record. But it's kind of like Phil Jackson when he left the Knicks. Um, at least I mean, he did a horrible job. I got y'all Porzingis. That's it. I'm out. Yeah, he did a horrible That's job. All, that was that was his. You know, I'm out of here. Y'all got it. Right. And then Polenka, who's taking his position now, I guess his first order of business was he wanted to fire Luke Walton, but you know to save face, we just mutually part ways, and I'm gonna do my <laughs> own thing. And you gonna do? But for him to get a job the next day. Shows that you know he still wanted. It's not just because what he did in Golden State when he went what twenty five. But how does that happen? Let me let, let me rewind it real okay. back to the viewers because the viewers want to know. How do you you being Luke Wharton? You knew Magic wanted you out basically since like the first twenty games. Mm-hmm. Okay, you probably did some homework. You were trying to find you know, even though it's called tampering, but I'm pretty sure he had people looking around for other work for him. Probably had his father doing it, Bill Warren. Bill, right. Anyway, make a long story short. How do you go from Magic leaving the Lakers, secures your job now, Jeannie wants you on board, to like, yo, I'm parting ways. Polenka wanted him out, I heard. He's the man now. That's what I was hearing. He wanted him out. You know, once he got the reins and, you know, the horse, he can, he can do what he wants. So he's the one that wanted him out, and he just said, you know what? 
So it was more Palenka more than anything. That's what I'm hearing, yeah. That's what my source is. Okay, so right now, and, and you know who I'm sad for? Luke Walton gets a job a day later. Right? After a horrible season with the Lakers. Why my man Mark Jackson can't find no work, man? Yeah. It's okay. Why the fuck my man Mark Jackson can't find no work? Excuse the French, y'all. How does he not, how is that even possible? I mean, the dude's doing NBA games. I'll give you two reasons. With Van Gundy. Two reasons why. You're going to say the brass, right? But one, yeah. one is because he, you know, he bumps heads with people above. Number two is everybody saw what he did with the Warriors. All right, yes, he, he elevated them. He got them better. But he couldn't get them over the hump. And then it's the, the year he leaves, Steve Kerr comes on first year. <laughs> boom, championship. Boom. Yeah, but he took an already right, right, made right, right, team. Right. But you think what I'm he saying? Couldn't, he couldn't get over that hump. So right, was, right. So they already see the there, there's the coaching <coughs> of one guy already is surpassing what he did in the few years he was in Golden State. So they already say, all right, he's a good coach, but he wasn't an X and O guy. He was more of a motivating coach. Okay, let me rewind. So, I hear what you're saying. Okay. So why the Kings don't go after Magic? Luke ain't got nobody over the hump. Luke couldn't even get to the hump. Yeah, when, when I mean, he, as an assistant coach, but he, he ain't getting no love for that. He was the head coach of the Warriors for the first beginning of that season two years ago. He only lost one game. So they see that still. You might remember when Steve Kerr had Yeah, with the best team. Right exactly. Mean, but Steve, still, Steve, that was Steve, Steve Kerr's that. team, though. They still see but that. But you know that was Steve. Right. Steve Kerr was still coaching oh, yeah, from yeah, wherever yeah. he was. But they still see him, the design. They still, maybe he can run that offense. In this Kings offense, I mean, I love Dave Yeager. And what happened, I think he got let go a little bit too soon, but right. they were already saying he, they were having problems with him during the year because he didn't want to start Marvin Bagley third. And, you know, there was already internal issues with him and the brass. So even though they had an amazing season, the Kings were projected to win 24 games. And they almost made the playoffs. And, and they, they came to coach. Yeah, so that's already telling you right there that they brass was already getting involved with him too. Right. And, you know, that's the ego thing, but at the same time, as Jaeger did the same thing when he was in Memphis. Got ran out of town there too. Right. So, One thing I like about the Luke Walton fit with the Kings is that they're a young team mm-hmm. and he's still a very young yeah, coach. Yeah, exactly. But beside that, I don't like none of that. I think Mark Jackson should have got hollered at that job. They're doing Mark Jackson dirty. And what's sad is that Mark is still in the industry. Yep. Like I said, he's doing oh, games yeah. with Van Gundy, doing a hell of a job, and he's not even but getting nominated. Maybe he doesn't want it. Doesn't even want it. No, nah, I think he does. He does ain't want the Nick job. job. He ain't yeah. want the Nick job. Okay, what about Van Gundy? No, Van Gundy's different. I don't think he want to work no more. Yeah, he's taking that free he's money going, on TV. No, he like that free he's money on TV. He's on the Olympic team, though, they said. Yeah, but I don't, think he, I don't think he wanted to see what his brother had to go through. He don't want to go through that okay. stuff no more. But anyway, real quick, three things right now that the Lakers have to do. Now, we already know one is head coach. Mm-hmm. You the Lakers, you Palenka, you Jeannie Buss, what are your main priorities right now if you're a Laker? Well, you got to see what – what happens in free agency and with the draft. So that's the number one key. You can't, you kind of, you kind of in a little waiting hold here. You got to right. see what happens with the draft, where they get, you know, where they're going to be if they're in the top ten or not, because there's a lot of good prospects out there. Okay, let's go by that. Past that, that w- free agency, of course. You got to see okay. who's out there, because you know Kevin Durant's going to be out there, I think, after this season. Clay Thompson's going to be out there. Kawhi Leonard's going to be out there, who I still think he's going to the Clippers anyway. Yeah. There's going to be a bunch of names, Kyrie Irving. Is, is this going to be LeBron James' team? But how about the GM spot? You wouldn't want to fulfill that? I mean, that's I mean, that, they're not on the court, but of course you want to fill that. But I, I, they say they want the guy that used to be in the um, in the Raptors organization, a oh, jury, something like that, yeah. a jury. They said he's real close with Kawhi Leonard. 
They said if they could land him, he could convert Kawhi Leonard to go to the Lakers. So I heard that's one of their plans, but I want to hear no part. It feels like Kawhi is just, he wants to be away from LeBron, right? You don't want to be be out there, you know, in the spotlight too much. That's why he went from San Antonio to Toronto, Canada now. And, I mean, that's that's just the way he is. I mean, you saw him win an NBA Finals MVP. So, to him, that's just, hey, I'm doing my own thing. I don't need to be in the spotlight. So, I really don't think Kawhi is going to be a fit there. He might go to the Clippers, but not with the Lakers in L.A. But I think they're going to go after Kyrie. They're going to go after a bunch of pieces. Anthony Davis, of course. And we're going to see what happens. I think they got to get somebody because I don't, LeBron knows he's running out of time. He wants to do this now. That's why he's going to try to get Ty Lue in there as head coach. He's going to try to do his own thing. Yeah, where it's his team. And I can't fault him from that because he's in the twilight of his career. Right. Now, look at my boy Pete Sabato. I know he's watching. Pete Sabato want to know. He want to know, should they – should they trade all them young boys for Anthony Davis? Would you still have that mindset if that trade is possible? Because remember, uh, Dench got fired. He's the one mm-hmm. that, that shitted on that whole right. trade. So now that trade might be, it might, it might be revisited. Oh, it will be. It so will be. if you're the Lakers brass, do you give up two number ones, which ain't going to be that bad. It sounds like a lot, but it really ain't. Because if you come in fifth place, those, ain't, those them number ones ain't really nothing. And four, you're, you're, you're basically start, three starters and one bench player in Josh Hart. Do you make this trade for Anthony Davis? that's one of the reasons why the decision Magic didn't want to have in his hand. He wanted to be out of that. Cause he don't yeah, want, yeah, it's too much shit. He don't want to be responsible. He don't want to be look like, you know how everybody looks at Phil Jackson now? Yeah, yeah. The Knicks, that's what the, he, the Laker fans are going to look at Magic that way. That's a great point. And that's a great point. I didn't look at that like that. And then another thing I think about is, uh, you've seen Wizard of Oz, right? Now that movie, the man the behind the real one, the real yeah, one though, right? The real one, the man, Not behind, the fake the man one, right? behind the curtain. What up, Ralph? The man behind the curtain, you know, they found out it was you know the wizard. Oh, wait. I think the man behind the curtain in L.A. is Kobe Bryant. I got you. And, and ain't nobody, everybody knows he's pulling strings from behind, but he's not out there. So I think at the end of the day, he's gonna make some decisions too. It's just gonna be, you know, behind closed doors, behind the curtain. But, nobody. Okay, you mean from nobody. this I, moment on? Yeah, I, I think yeah. Oh, I thought you meant no, when no, magic was no, over. No, I think now. Okay, I, I, I agree with that. But he's not going to come out and say, Holly oh, Howe, Wills, what's up? I'm the man, I'm Kobe. No, he's going to stay behind the curtain and just, you know, pull some strings here and there, and nobody, it's going to keep it on the low, and not many people are going to know about it except the people internally. But that's what I think is really going to happen. But you never know in Lake Oland, it's, it's Yo, there's so much chaos over oh, there. Yeah. It's too much chaos. Not that that Nipsey situation made it better over there, but Way too much it's chaos. chaos in L.A. right now. And I kind of feel bad for L.A. right now. Even though they got LeBron, I know they'll get it together. But I kind of feel bad for them. So listen, guys, we're going to be right back. We got some bills to pay. Don't go nowhere. We're going to be right back. All right, we right back, y'all. I know y'all seeing the the behind-the-scenes joints and, you know, we shouldn't be showing you that, but we ain't got nothing to hide, man. It is what it is, man. Uh, we're going to go into the NBA, man. Back to the NBA, because we just left the NBA. But it was all some Laker crap shit. You know what I'm saying? Now we're going to go to yesterday's games. I want to start off with Brooklyn going into 76 of land and upsetting them. And me and you, you know, we ain't put it on the air, so I hate to say this. But we knew Brooklyn was going to give them everything they can handle. So talk to him about that game yesterday. I, I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. That, that Philadelphia got just a great starting lineup. I mean, they benched suspect. I mean, they got Tobias Harris in that trade from the Clippers, solidified the starting lineup. 
But we already, <laughs> everybody already knew that Ben Simmons could get exposed in the playoffs, and that's what happened. Can't hit a free throw. <coughs> I mean, just not choking, but when you hear the Philadelphia 76er fans booing them in the second quarter, end of the second quarter, third Man, quarter, bad, I mean, this is your home team. And I know Philly got that, oh, that reputation for was, having fans, like with the Eagles, with the Phillies. <coughs> so they know for being very passionate, and they, you know, but but how disrespectful is it for when the Nets were closing out that game for them to be yelling, Brooklyn. They were yelling Brooklyn in uh, Philly at the end of game one. And, you know, it's not just disrespectful, but it's, it, it pissed people off that are on the team, of course, like Simmons and, and Embiid. And them guys are young, so that can yeah, mess with them. Me- that can mess with their mentality. So game two is going to be really the game of the series. You're going to see if they come out with that mental, like, yo, we, gotta, we need to get this ship right, or is it a wrap? I'm going to call it right now. Philly blowing them yeah, out. I, I, they should. They, I think the line Philly gonna, blowing them out. I don't care out. the the line is over height. Take the Sixers game two. They, they're not exactly. losing game two. Not saying they're going to win the series. Me and Noah still feel like, you know, the Nets would have plus 600. If we would have had this show on Friday, we could have gave y'all that. But the yeah. fact that the show is on Sunday, we a day behind. But we would have gave y'all that plus 600 and just said bet maybe $100 to win $600. But right now, the value went down because, you know, the fact that the that Nets game. won the first game, the now way. you're not going to get that plus 600. What they got now? Like five, plus 250? Yeah, plus 200. Yeah, so it ain't gonna be worth it. So that was that was the Brooklyn Nets yesterday winning an underdog, uh, six seed, correct or seven C, seed? Uh, six seed. Six seed beating the three seed. Now we're gonna go to game two of yesterday's uh, at Toronto. That was, was seventeen actually, yeah, seventeen. Because the Magic was a six seed, and they upset Toronto, who's a three seed, right? No, Toronto two, I think. Okay, so it's three six. Yeah, three and six, two seven. Two seven is the Raptors and the Magic. Right. Your take on that game yesterday. I mean, I mean, before you say anything, didn't not me and me and you said we said it on here. I said it on my personal joint. Cal Lowry never shows up in playoff time. I mean, I was thinking it's just because he's going up against LeBron, but now I'm like, he can't even do this at home in front of his own fans. And the number one guy that people know on the Magic is Aaron Gordon. Probably people don't even know anybody on the Magic. They don't. Uh, I mean, they got Mo Bamba, but he don't even play. He's, he's right, right. right all of them got the Augustine, yeah. Isaac, yep. but they play hard, yeah, though. Yes, they do. Uh, Nikola Vucek that played Vucevic, with the Raptors. Yeah. Vucevic is a great right? center. No, no, he didn't play for the Raptors. He played just for the Magic, Vucevic. The guy you're talking about is Terrence Ross, who played for the Raptors. No, no, no. They had a big man they traded off. Who was it? For Gasol. That's who it was. They traded him for Gasol. Okay. He's uh, in the Grizzlies. My bad on right, that. Right. I know. So, I, I messed up on that, but my bad the, on that. Uh, but they don't really got no big brands yeah, over there. they've been playing. I mean, they were projected to win 28 games this year. The match. Right. And they, they cover they, games, they, though. Oh, they, yeah. They, they, they flew, cover games like a motherfucker. And they flew over to, you know, what's his name? Uh, from, uh, he was coaching Charlotte, and now he's coaching uh, in, in Orlando. He got ran out of Charlotte. Right. And people already was like, man, he's not going to do no, I mean, bring Stan Van Gundy back. This dude ain't doing it. But he brought this team from the depths of hell, and now they're out there balling. I love DJ Augustine, what he's doing out there. I think Terrence Ross is the best player off the bench in the NBA besides Lou Williams. And Ross is like the microwave. He oh, just come he just in, dropping, in, just dropping them gems, like Bobby shooting Jackson. from all over. Looking like Bobby Jackson. With Dion. Yep, so Yo, with Dion. And he got a little revenge because he used to play in that city. He yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they, they came in there, did their thing. Saw a nine-point underdog. Disrespectful. Everybody just seen what Kawhi Leonard brings, but... They, they forgot that Kyle Lowry disappears in the playoffs. 
And, you know, Danny Green, is you know, he did his thing too. But for them to lose that game, <clears throat> I love the, the story of, of Pascal Siakam and uh, him taking over as a starter over Ibaka now. But they're still too young in my opinion. Pascal is nice, man. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. The young. Raptors will win the series. But the Magic is basically going to give them everything they can handle. Oh, yeah. I still got Toronto winning in six. Okay. So do you have any clue what's the value of it right now? Um, I think it was, I saw th- uh, three to one. The Magic with three and a half to one. Oh, that's still too much. It's like 350 yeah. to 100. I'm not going to recommend you all to play that. Yeah, it's just too much. It's There's just too much. Uh, they will have to get down 0-2 for these real value. Because they're going to in every game. Magic, Magic won't be favored in any game. That's right, right. And that's just the way it's going to be because there's still the Magic who haven't done nothing in the last decade since Dwight Howard left, and they're coming out, you know, coming out of nowhere. I mean, it's a great story, but can they keep it up? It's going to be tough to be able to shoot the way they shot. But Leonard is a beast, man. Yeah, he's really Leonard almost won that game, him and Pascal by himself, man. Best player on the court. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? The Magic shoot like they shoot, they shoot a gang of threes. They they just, that's all they really do. So if they're hitting, you could beat anybody. I mean, you got guys out there that people don't even heard of. Dwayne Bacon. I mean, just people, guys. People, right, right. Like, people don't even I like know. Van Fleet, though, from the Van Raptors. Fleet, I mean, right. He stepped up, man. He did better but than Kyle Lowry. Lowry man. So, me and you, Ben, talked about him last yep. year. Now, to now, do it again. Now, that's not to say he's going to even have a bad rest of the series, but this is a. Yeah, but this is like the the worst possible. Now it's in his head, though. Stuff. Now, there you now go. Now there you head. go. That's where it hurts him. Okay, let's go to another series real quick. Let's push along. Dub Nation. Destroy the Clippers. They beat them basically every quarter, but the fourth quarter. Uh, I mean, I mean, what can you say, man? Dub Nation, man, it's just too tough. They gonna beat a lot of teams the way they won yesterday. I mean, Beverly and company kept it close, I think, for a half. But you see how you know Durant, Cousins, Clay, and Steph had a real big game. I mean, I think Clippers be lucky to get one game. That's why I was kind of upset when docking them. Made it a business to get in the playoffs, cause you know what it cost them, right? Oh yeah, it I cost guess. them a, a number one number pick. Right. By yeah. making the playoff, they surrendered a potential number one that could have probably been top ten. It's hard to tell the players that though. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Hey, you, you a competitor? You go out there. No, but Doc, you know, Doc can sit cats down. You know, there's Good. ways of doing it. But there's this one but, guy on that team that just he's he's like the mic, like you said the microwave, but he's better than that. Lou Williams. Best yeah, player, I love best Lou player on that team. Well, I like Lou him. over uh, Ross, to be That's honest with you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The only guy better than him is Lou Williams. Okay. And he just comes in there and just a flamethrower all day. He knows how to create contact, get the foul, get the N1. And the thing is, the Clippers don't have the horses. If they had a couple more guys, it's, it's just him, Gallinari, and then you got uh, uh, Harold from Louisville, the big man down down. down Harold's good. He's, he's playing he's, out his mind right now. He's playing everything that I thought he would be as an NBA right. player. But when I seen no, when I'm talking about when he came out of Louisville, Louisville right, right. But when I seen his first couple years, I'm like, this guy ain't nothing like the college dude. He definitely developed. But dog, he's back to the guy that I thought he would be. Yo, salute to Harold, man. Montrell, man. He won a championship with Louisville, and he yeah. came out and did his thing uh, for the Rockets for a bit. And now he's really doing his thing out yes, there. Yes, he is. And now, Dub Nation won by 20 plus, right? Something uh, like that. Won by 17. Oh, right? 17, something like that. So it was kind of an easy game. Now the, the game of the night, I felt. Between the two, it was the game of the night. Another series that I'd have probably gave y'all because the plus money is so fine is the Spurs versus the Nuggets. Now, people that went live with me the other day, Antonio, you know you went live with me. I told you, do not be surprised if the Spurs beat the Nuggets because the Nuggets are not playoff bound. They are not playoff bound. They are, I know they was number two seed. I understand all that. But when you go into the playoffs, 
That's a whole different animal. That's just like when you're a comedian, you're funny around everybody, right? But when you get on stage, you ain't funny till you make motherfuckers laugh on stage. Yeah, that's so bottom line is, I like the spirit in the series. I wish I was able to give it out to the peoples, but I wasn't. Your take on yesterday's game. They won by, I think, by five, 101, 96, Six. something like that. Yeah, it, was, uh, it actually came down to the last possession. Uh, yeah. The Nuggets had the ball down one. And uh, had a wide open shot at home. What can you? I mean, you can't ask for much more. Murray missed that shit. Murray, right? yeah, he was like off yesterday a little bit, right? To, to win the game, you're down one. Right. Um, and then they, they closed that with free throws. But they're a young a team. steal, yeah, steal, yeah. and then a yeah. miss and a um, turnover. Just, yeah. just young team. And, and when you got a, a guy like Greg Popovich, who's all time coaching, he's, I mean, genius. He got more wins than anybody else ever coached. I mean, he's been there many times in the playoffs, and you're going up against. Brown and, and he's never really been there. And you look at the veterans on the Nuggets, you don't really got none. I mean, Jokic is one of the best big men in the league, mm-hmm. but nobody. I mean, Millsap. Millsap. I mean, but that's it. Yeah. You don't have a lot of guys that have been there, done that, and yeah, like Barton and them. That's what I'm saying. That's why I love the Spurs, especially with all that plush money it was getting for the series, because you're taking a, a, a team that that's battle tested oh, in yeah. the Spurs. Against a team, like I said, that just barely touched. I'm not barely touched the playoffs, but didn't touch the playoffs in years. Yep. And you know they're hungry again because they ain't been there in a while. Yeah. And Aldridge and them, they're, right. they're not trying to. Rosen, nope. they ain't trying to go one and out, fam. No, and, they, and they, I mean, believe me, Patty Mills been there before. Mills is another I mean, vet. Uh, Bellinelli. Bellinelli's been there before. Yeah, them guys are dope. you telling me this, you know, like, like Marcus Aldridge the Rosen, they've never been there, but they know they're on the Spurs with a team that's, <coughs> you know, been there many times to the championship, to the to the Western Conference Finals. So it's going to be a tough series on the Nuggets. And we already knew they were kind of fraudulent coming up because they just know how to win at home. But if you can't beat the Spurs at home in game one when everybody's already hyped and ready, it's going to be a tough series for them. So I can right. see the Spurs being favored having to win that series. Okay, real fast, real fast. What NBA series you want to give out to the peoples, the active ones and the ones that are not active, like the OKC one still, they haven't played a game. Milwaukee, we off. There's just too much money. OKC, I think, is at minus 170. I think they beat the Blazers. 170 is kind of a little too much. When I, I like to get, keep it 150 and less, but I don't think OKC is losing this series. So I think OKC is a nice, maybe throw whatever, 340 to win 200, 170, win 100. Now, what active series you would like to give out to the peoples? If you're going to give me an active series right now, the best price, I'm going to go with the first series we talked about in um, Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. The and thing is, you get less value you now. You get less value, but if you're going to tell me a team that's going to win that series, <coughs> if you're still getting some value, it's that series. I mean, it's, it's still plus taking, 300, right? Taking on all cylinders. You got the best player on the court probably right now is D'Angelo Russell, Russell and, man. And that's another, uh, another Laker guy, another thing they have to go through. Yep. Spencer Dinwiddie. It's, it's funny. They said they, he got more playoff wins than the Lakers have in the last six years. Sad, bro. So, so you got, and you mean you got, you got a lot of guys out there that's been there. Damari Carroll's been there. You got. You know, you got uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, who nobody even knows about, came off the bench, went to Colorado. He's out there balling. I like and Allen on defense, yeah, too, man. He's a big man, too. He's a force, and man. There's just so many things going on with the Sixers getting exposed. Like Ben Simmons can't shoot free throws. <coughs> MB can even stay healthy. Yeah, that's then, my biggest issue with them. That's the problem. And then, uh, you know, J.J. Redick had five points yesterday, fouled out. He got exposed by D. Russell. Tobias uh, Harris had a bad right, game. Yep. So it's going to be tough. I mean, Jimmy Buckets blew up, though. Jim, at least they yeah, got Jimmy that, Buckets to show. Yeah, so he, I can Jimmy see RBC practice. Jimmy Buckets is in there like, yo, run it. Y'all, y'all five against my five because we can't even 
Yeah, game. Buckets was he trying to there. actually get the crowd into yeah. it, become a, a, so a, a really crowd it. favorite. I think he out of there after this year too, Buckets. I think he's gonna try to go somewhere different after going this year. to the Knicks. Him and KD. Him and KD. Okay, so even there. Uh, we're gonna go on break. We're gonna be right back. We got some bills to pay. Don't go nowhere. What's up, peoples? We back. We got a great show going on, a lot of topics, a lot of crazy stuff going on in L.A. Tiger Woods showing the world he still got it. And now we, I'm, I'm going to lean on my man Noah Parker on a couple of productive leans on hockey on the NHL that he's going to give you a situation where y'all could get y'all could get very good value on teams that are supposed to win these hockey series. So I'm going to turn it over to Noah Parker. We're going to start over with the Sharks versus the Knights. Talk to them. Vegas Knights, Sharks play tonight in Las Vegas at T-Mobile Arena, game three. Now, the series is tied at one, so the Knights actually have the little advantage because they got home ice. But uh, you got better value, I think, in the Sharks, who are a better all-around team. Knights got the better goaltender in Flurry, but the Sharks <coughs> have a better team. I mean, they showed it pretty much the whole season, and you give me plus 150 to win the series, I gotta, you got to give me that plus 150. They already showed they could have won that game, too, if there was, a, there was a challenge call where they took the lead and they – they took the goal away. Right. I mean, that, that right there, that kind of ended the game. But, I mean, they have the weapons. They got the, they got the horses that can come there and uh, take steal a game here at T-Mobile either tonight or on Tuesday. And then we'll I'm going see, Tuesday. I mean, you know that, right? Are you going to game four? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to take I mean, pitches and all. I ain't playing. It's going to be a game. I mean, yeah. it's going to be a, a tough game. If the Sharks are up 2-1, tonight will be a must win for the night and vice versa. So that's my first series. The second one, I'm going with Tampa Bay. Down 0-2, they were the best team in hockey this this season. Uh, they won more games than anybody ever won in a, in a season. In Which history. is what? Which is what? Uh, I couldn't tell you offhand. I just they had the most amount of points. Remember, they changed the point system around. With okay, okay. And, and uh, with points and you know how they do it because there's no more ties. But, but they are the best team by far. far. They're the best team by far. They were actually even money to win the Stanley Cup before the playoffs started. That's that's unbelievable. And they're down 0-2. They're down 0-2 to the Columbus Blue Jackets. Wow. Who are, you know, who are being coached by former Ranger coach Tortorella. I mean, he just has a good game plan. They just they were down 0-3-0 nothing in the first game, came back, won that game 4-3 in Tampa. Remember, in hockey, home ice isn't as big as home field in football or home field in basketball. Is that right? No, it's, it's different. Because the Vegas Knights, their home, home games was well, incredible. That's because, that's because New franchise. In Vegas, and because you come new to Vegas, franchise, you're right? there acting a fool. Too. Yeah, yeah, I got you. You come to Vegas, you know, you don't. It's you like that new woman. Game. You got that new right. woman, you treat her real right. good. So you they go, were treating that. They were treating the bar. You're going to go to the casino. You're yeah. going to act up. Like, oh, and I got to play a game. Your mind is narrow. So, so, so I think last year, I don't want to say it was a fluke, but a lot of players came, came to Vegas not putting the game as their first priority. It's Vegas, so right. I, I can expect that from young you know, young cats, right. Canadians especially. So that's my two leans. You're getting plus 140 right now on the Lightning, the best team of hockey. The only uh, little uh, news about that is Kucherov <coughs> was missing game three, who was their best top scorer. But I know that, the, that Tampa Bay can win one of these games, uh, at least one of these games on the road, if not both. Um, they're gonna kind of have to win both. They have to win both. Because being down three one, but they got the, they got. I mean, they got the most explosive offense in hockey. So if anybody can come down yeah. from a three one, will be plus one forty. Okay. So, those are okay, so 
on a hockey, on the ice, uh, Noah Parker, he likes the Sharks at plus 150 to win out the rest of the series. And then he also likes the Tampa Bay Lightning to win at plus 140 also to win the rest of the series. So look in, man. Try to cash out, man. No, no, what he's doing. I know what I'm doing, but I'm going to hand the ice game to him because he's more of the ice and the golf type of guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, okay, let's go to the MLB, man. Let's show some love to the MLB. I know boss lady Crystal loves some baseball. Natural pastime. She wants to hear a little bit about some baseball. Uh, let's go just to the surprise good teams. We'll forget about the bad teams today. We did one last week with both sides. Now, let's, who's still looking good as of right now? And matter of fact, I'm going to give you a couple teams. And then you tell me what you think about them. Tampa Bay Rays, are they real or are they pretenders? They're 11-4 and four right now. Uh, I'm going to go with they real because they have three good pitchers in the start of their, the start of their rotation. With Snell, uh, Charlie Morton. And Glasgow. And, and Glasnow. From, uh, yeah, Glasnow is like 3-0, and right. I think, with an 0.53. Right. So you told me, remember, this is the team actually that was doing Forgot the, about Charlie. Right. I love Charlie, Charlie Morton. Doing his thing. I mean, he's a World Series champion, too. Yep. From the Astros. But, I mean, remember last year they were doing the whole throwing a, a guy to start the first inning and, you know, I mean, they still kind of do that. Right, but but now they got now guys they, that can get out there and get six, and seven innings. Cy Young winner in Snell. Yeah. And then you got an offense that's just clicking. They just remember they got the manager of the year too. So they got a lot of you know surprise, you know, right now. But they haven't played the Red Sox yet. They haven't played the Yankees yet. They haven't you know played the big guns. But from what they're doing right now, they're blowing teams out. Right. So for them, I I'm not gonna say they're a contender yet, more than a contender because it's still early. But they're doing that thing. Definitely doing that thing. Okay, so you got the mess. Uh, Realistic team, not. I pretenders. think they're gonna they're they gonna, they gonna uh, definitely contend. Maybe go for a wild card, or something like that. Because they're gonna definitely hit the drop off eventually, and they gotta right, right. They can't keep up that that level. But remember, when you got three guys that are start that are, that have the potential to win games like that, I mean, and a know, and a pretty good closer at that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got a guy. I mean, he makes that ball like I don't know he what he's he turning that ball over. Man. Alvarado, he, that yeah, he's turning that ball over. Cut. Yeah, that thing, and it's cutting the opposite way, not like Mariano's way. It's going the opposite yeah, way. He's doing like some funny screw, Like some right. screwball shit. And throw that fast. Yeah, okay. We go to Seattle Mariners. Okay, I think they're, they're Are they exposed. real they're or they pretend? Exposed right now. Yeah, that's what I've seen. The Astros are giving it to them. They play, this is the first time they're playing a real team. Yeah, man. And the Astros really uh, put it to them. I mean, I, believe me, their bats have been hitting this year. Jay Bruce always been a, a home run hitter, vocal back. Only thing, Bruce only hit. hitting like 200, yeah, but he's about to seven he home just, runs yeah, on, off the it. gate. And that's what the Mariners have been doing. Yeah. Been and Canacion's actually hitting for an average. Right. He's hitting 300. Yep. But you got, you got a lot of, you know, guys out there <laughs> that, that want to show, like, hey, we don't need Cano no more. We don't need, you know, we don't need all these guys. We still got enough. I like that, but I, Paxton, I, I, but felt, we, I, mean, I felt we, they should have kept um, Edwin Diaz, though, man. Yeah, they they should have. They should have. I like the guy, They used him to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like with the... Yeah, kind of like when the um Angels overused Frankie Rodriguez. Yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, Rodriguez, and when they let him go to the Mets, his whole thing turned around. So it's funny how the Mets get this this other guy now. Yeah, he might start off good, but his arm might blow out real fast. Okay, so the ends of pretenders and Noah's eye. Now, one team I know for sure that are the truth. I don't even have to ask you on this one, but I'm going to ask you anyway. It's the Brew Crew. Milwaukee Brewers. 10-5. and five. I love their makeup, but I want to hear your take. I do too, but I don't know. Can they keep that up? 
Now the offense. It's only ten and five. It's not that you know. I just think, I don't know if the pitching can hold. Up. That's the only thing I'm worried about. Remember, they don't got a. Can you name a starting pitcher on that team? Like they don't have the the makeup of a you know like you know four or five guy rotation that people know of. You're they, right. They win the game with a bullpen and they win the game with a yeah Canobo and company. Right. Can, can they and that lefty and that and that lefty that lefty hater. Ace, yeah, hater. Hater. So so they got a bunch of guys that you know they win the game different than most. Team they, they still out, got Jeffries, or they or they got rid of too. Okay, so Jeffries. it's it's uh it's it's different because that team <coughs> is just doing it different ways. I don't know if they can hold up. Uh, they t- they might be able to do what they did last year, but last year was an anomaly, I think. And uh, Craig Council did a hell of a job. I love they hitting though, dog. Yeah, they hitting is great. Yelich, man, he's going. a beast, man. Ron Braun, former MVP. I mean, they lost a couple guys. They lost Broxton. Mm-hmm. And I think they lost who was it Segura last year? Oh no, no, he played in Seattle last year. But they lost another, uh, another, another bat. Um, I can't just get it off the rip right now. But they still solid. Yeah, I mean, they, not, know, they, they still got Braun. You know, for that division, they definitely can compete. Right, I'm not right. Not gonna say they're gonna fall off, but <coughs> keep that pace is gonna be tough. Right, right. And last but not least, I'm representing a throwback jersey. The San Diego Padres are eleven and five. Uh, they they got a bunch of starting pitchers that are not really you know marquee names, but they're doing the job right now. And they close the Yates got already nine saves out of their ten wins. They're about to blow his arm out. Kirby, Kirby, yeah, yeah they blowing his arm out. So we know that's not gonna last forever. Your take on the project, and they got a lot of guys not hitting for average also, including Machado. Love what they're doing though. Young, right. they got a bunch of young cats out there doing their thing. Love Fernando Tatis Jr., who hit a home run in St. Louis, which was great. You know, his right. father played there. Um, you got Machado, who's going to come around because he's the best, one of the best third basemen in baseball. And then <clears throat> their pitching staff's not just unknown, but they're all left-handed, seems like they started. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all lefties. And they don't got Trent Richards either, no, right? Thank God. That's what I'm saying. No, you, you might not believe me. I used to bet him a lot of five innings a couple years and then ago. He, he he's a five-inning yeah. stud, but after that, that's it. So they got a good bullpen. They got a good. They got a good manager. They got <clears throat> a lot of young cats. I like Stram also out the pen. Stram, right. Even though he started yesterday, but they're gonna move yeah, him around. Yeah, they'll move him around. But in that division, remember, all they all they really gotta worry about is the Dodgers because the Rockies they don't fell off. I think they gotta yeah. make up somehow. Giants you think, are you, terrible. You think Zona? You think you and don't think Zona's gonna turn around? No, they're not. They, they're gonna regress too. They don't have a lot of talent, <laughs> in my opinion. And the Padres showed it to them this whole series. They, I think they won the series. They series got all them. You know, I like them young boys too over there, man. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know I mean, believe me, they're, they're a good team. Tatis Jr., man, that guy's going to be special, man. Yep. And uh, they're just a team that's that's right now clicking, and people are starting to realize they think it's always oh, just Machado, but no, it's not just Machado. It's a lot of these young guys that they got that are performing well, and and even the older cats that are not really heading like Hosman, um. Mm-hmm. They big, you know. They Will they Myers. big in the dugout, though. Right. I love him in the dugout. Hosmer's like your your ultimate team player. Yep. He's hitting like what two hundred also, but he's the first one online to give somebody five on a stolen base or a bunner runner over. And those are the type of guys they need if right. they're going to turn that franchise around. All right. And with that, we're going to be right back. Don't go nowhere. We got some bills to pay, and we're going to the out of the box subject next. We'll be right back. going on people we'll be right back thank you guys for being with us but like i said 
we got bills to pay. And I'm not lying about that. Noel Parker, man. This is one of our favorite subjects of the show. When we go out the box. The out the box topic, which my boss also loves because she likes to put that by itself. But don't say you heard that from me. We're going to go with which of these two basketball players that I'm about to name you would like to start your franchise when they was a rookie. You know what I mean? I don't want to convince you or, or, or confuse you and say this moment on. No, when they started out as rookies, who would you like to lead your team? And I'm going to start first with Dwayne Wade or Dirk Nowitzki, who wants a forward and wants a shooting guard. But be real fast, let me go through a couple of Dwayne Wade's numbers and then Dirk, then you give everybody a take. Dwayne Wade played in 1,054 games, averaged 22 points, 5.4 assists, 4.7 rebounds. Shot 48%, 29.3 on three, shot 76.5% from the free throw line. Now, Dirk Nowitzki played 1,522 games. He had a longer career. Wade played 17 years. Nowitzki played 21 years. Dirk averaged 20.7, 2.4 assists, 7.5 rebounds. Shot 35.9%, 38% from threes, and 87.9% from the foul line. So I got to give the viewers what is it that they bring to the table. Now we make our decision. Who and why? Now, if I hear all that, I already know what they brought, brought to the table. But as rookies, all I'm seeing, all I'm knowing is, is I'm getting a foreign guy from Germany. Right. And we don't know how good these foreigners have played in the NBA at this No, time. no, let, let me rephrase. Okay. You, you, I do you know got their total numbers. Okay. <laughs> it's not a secret, but okay. now you're going to bring them down to a rookie. Um, I'm going to get the longer career out of Dirk, and you're going to be the sixth all-time scorer in NBA <coughs> history, and he's a big man that can play defense. He's taller. He's a harder weapon to stop. Dwayne Wade's just another guard, so I got to go with Dirk. But coming out of college, I would have went with Dwayne Wade because of what he did at Marquette, and I don't trust no – player coming from Europe. I don't know nothing right. about these European players. They don't ever pan out. Remember, this is back in now. Who, who came out the night that was <coughs> panned out? Probably just a Serbian guy that got killed in the accident. And uh, that's that's really it. There's no guy that came out of Europe that I trusted. Petrovic? I mean, yeah, Petrovic. I that's, love Petrovic. Yeah. 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 Besides him, I didn't trust no German player. I, he's he's going to be a big stiff like Frederick Weiss and all these guys that come out of oh, Weiss was horrible, they, they, they just don't, they don't. I mean, I'm going to go with D-Wade. Well, I've seen him do what he brought to Marquette to the Final Four. But at the end of the day, now I see these numbers, and I know what they brought to the table. I'd have to go with Dirk because long career, harder to stop, had that unstoppable fadeaway. You know, and he just weighed, the, I mean, a guard that did well, but he needed, he needed Shaquille O'Neal to win. He needed LeBron James to win. Dirk won a ship with, with Jason Terry, uh, J.J. Barea, and he beat one of the best teams ever. And Turbo, ever. baby. He, yeah, you he, remember Turbo? Turbo, right. Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd, right. He, uh, he won it against Dwayne Wade and LeBron James. So you putting them head-to-head, Dirk already beat him in the finals. So that's, They that's, beat each other. Uh, Wade beat him with shot. Right, right, right. right. But So they both got 1-1. One, one. This is why I, I like, the, but, why I like but this But he one. had LeBron James with him, though. To beat LeBron James and D-Wade, I think that's just a little bit higher higher uh, on, the, on the totem pole. Yeah, I think that was one of Miami's worst. I mean, not think it, it was, was one. Worst. It was their worst uh, they championship final years. Yeah. Yeah, so, so that's 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 where uh, yep, okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go different. I'm gonna take Flash, uh, aka Robin. 
D Wade. You got like three nicknames. Wow, Way of Wade. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Four nicknames, five nicknames. I'm gonna tell you, Dwayne Wade. I just feel that he can offer more. Like Wade can even play the point for you mm-hmm. a lot in an actual game. Like he can't maybe start off as a point guard, but he can. Right. second quarter, third quarter, he can hold the point. I think he does everything good enough. Uh, I never seen him great in one thing besides being a great two guard, but I think he does everything good enough. I think Dirk lacks a lot of stuff from speed. I mean, I know he's tall. As a rookie, he was a lot faster. No, he was quicker. He was quicker. The difference between fast and quick. Like he reacted quick, but he couldn't. You know, he couldn't run the break. He wouldn't feel the break like the worm used to for Detroit. Yes. You know, Wade could do all that. It's a tough decision. It's not easy. Gun in my head. I'm running with D-Way. And that's your out of the box. We broke it down to y'all. And now we're going to go to our next subject. This subject's kind of funny to me. Noah Parker bring this up. We're going to go uh, to LeBron James in his Space Jam 2 movie. Boss is laughing. I'm laughing because I have no clue what's going on with this. Noah did some research on this. So, Noah, talk to the viewers. Let them know what's going on with this Space Jam 2 Right off the rip, I already know that a lot of players do not want to join with LeBron on the movie, but give them the version that you know. I mean, I remember the first one that came out, you had Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, and Larry Bird, you had Muggsy Bowes, you had, you know, guys that were just, hey, let's do this movie, it's going to be great. Now, you already know what happened in the first one, so the second one comes out for our generation, <laughs> the lower generation, that, you know, it's LeBron James is, is, is the guy. So you would think there'd be some guys that'd be like, yo, let's do this. LeBron went to L.A. to do more <coughs> movies and do, you know, have this little Hollywood thing. And you got guys already saying, no, I'm, I'm good. Hey, yo, what's going Giannis? on? What, what, what's going on? Where did LeBron go bad when nobody wanted to do nothing with him? Was it when he was still in Cleveland or that move to L.A. really upset it a lot it might of people? Maybe a combination of both. And it's sad because... You don't want to be in a movie that's going to be... I remember when everybody wanted to go yeah, with LeBron oh, yeah, at one yeah, time. Yeah, of course, to play with him. Yeah, and now... Movie, to make a movie with him, and it's going to be like, looked at as... You know, that wasn't even close to the first Space Jam. They're going to see that. Man, why are you in the second one, man? The first one was a classic. Second yeah, one I'll be honest with you. I don't like the fact that he's trying to make another... That's right. like remaking... He's like, trying, you know... That's like remaking Scarface or something. I, I don't care if they put Denzel Washington. <laughs> no, I don't want to see that. Work. Yeah, it's not going to work. Yeah. And he's trying to just throw himself and say, yo, I'm the GOAT now. I'm the greatest of all time. Michael Jordan was back then. Now I got to do the movie too because I got to do a, a game with a Looney Tune. So I just think it's funny how... No, what kind of stars is he going to get? Lonzo Ball? Is he going to get any real players that so, people so, remember? Let me because ask you something. If he doesn't get these primary stars... The movie's still going to come out. Oh, they're still going to do it regardless? Still make it regardless. So he, they already cut the check for him. It's going to be, yeah. It's going to be regardless, man. It's just who's going to be the co-stars. Got gotcha. It's all going to come gotcha. out eventually, but it's not going to be <coughs> names like Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing. So we'll, we'll find out. I, I'm hearing the rumor of Anthony Davis might be in it. <laughs> that might help him big time. That might help him get him on the team, too. Yeah, yeah. Now, I think he had to get on the team first before that happens. We'll see. Okay. I'm not sure. <laughs> and quick news... Uh, Chris Davis, in MLB news, Chris Davis broke his 0 for 53. Uh, he went 3 for 5 yesterday, I think it was, with like four RBIs. Uh, great for Chris Davis because, I mean, who goes 0 for 53? The prior record was 0 for 48. He actually beat that by five at-bats, which is sad. And the name Crush Davis, I'm turning it over to another Chris Davis 
from the Oakland Athletics. He's getting the name Crush yeah, Davis because right. he's crushing stuff. And uh, Whit Merrifield had a 31-game hitting streak, uh, the longest in Kansas City Royals franchise. He overcame George Brett's 30-game winning streak, which you alluded, uh, which you basically put me on. Uh, I mean, I thought it was probably Amos Otis or Willie Wilson. Just because you told me, guess who it was? I thought it was like a trick question. Yeah, but when every time you say that, question. it ain't the obvious. It's I never the obvious. Question. But you flipped it on me yesterday. The obvious is the most unobvious. Got you, got you. So, but salute to uh, with Mary, uh, Mary Phil, good ball player too, by the way. And uh, last but not least, uh, boss, do we have a, a minute for the trivia question? We got one minute left. I got one trivia. Get your brain ready, buddy. I'm ready. You sure? You going MOB baseball? One player is only one player that this ever happened to. Made three errors on one play. I want you to name me the player and what team he played for. One player made three errors on one play. It sounds like some Roberto Alomar type shit, but it can't be him because he was too good of a player. I want to go with Chuck Knobloch, but I don't think it was him because he just made one error where he could throw it in the stands. So you can't make three when you... (laughs) Okay, you know what I'm going to do? We got this thing that when I know he don't know the answer, I don't give him the full credit. (laughs) I'm going to give him half Half a credit. credit. It was a pitcher. I'm going to tell you how he made the three errors. A little ground ball to him. He fumbled it. Fumbled it. Threw it to first. He was going to be safe. So that was considered one error. The second ever came on the overthrow. Right. Then it went to right field. The right fielder threw it to him. He had the guy out at home. Clearly, he overthrew the catcher. So they gave him three errors play. on one play. That's a fluke play. It would probably never happen again either. Never happen again. I couldn't even tell it's you. It's all right to saying you give I up. Know, I don't know. I don't, okay, I don't it's a guy that they actually named a surgery after him, Tommy John. Tommy John? Okay. Tommy John of the New York I Yankees. I before my time, so I, 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 didn't, I didn't watch the <laughs> listen, game. I didn't watch the listen, game. Listen, I watched that game in 78. <laughs> but I'm not going to give him a pass because this guy's deep, just like I could go back into That's the 60s good good and question. 50s. But this guy's solid, man. And listen, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. Zeno.fm slash CWN Sports. Salute to CWN Sports. Salute to the panel, the roundtable, everybody that's not here. And my partner, Noah Parker, who's my bro, Steve, baby. Appreciate it. We're going to be back here every week, same time, same Al York channel. We see y'all and we love y'all. Thank you for listening to the Al York Sports Show.